2: What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.
0: You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on vSEN, the sports betting network.
3: Yes, sir. Thursday night from the South Point. Cowboys everywhere. Literally in the uh, casino. Also on your TV tonight, Cowboys and Saints. Thursday night football. Can't wait for that. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could join us tonight for primetime action. And, of course, we'll talk college football. Kenny White will join us as well. Everything tonight on the show. Can't wait for the football game. But first, some ice, some hockey, some basketball,
4: but a bunch of face-offs here early on as well. The whole whole nine yards here. uh, Real quick, if you do want to get in on this football game, uh, both starting tackles out for the Saints. Kamara out for the Saints. Also Marcus Davenport out for the Saints. So it was as as bad as could be expected for their for their injury report and their actives and inactives for this game for the Saints. And so we've seen this line move all day long, but it is uh, it's it looks rough slutting for them. It was uh,
3: five when the official announcement came down about Kamara. And uh, and two offensive tackles today this morning. That ticked up to six by the end of a numbers game this morning. Six and a half now everywhere. Good that we got on it last night.
4: Yeah, I got. I took some more. I took some more this morning. Yeah. So um, yeah. So let's start over on the on the ice here. And these are all happening right now. So if you want to get in, head over to your book of choice. Senators and the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes are minus three twenty home favorites. Plus two fifty. On the road Senators, we've got the Blackhawks and the Capitals. The Capitals are minus 195 home favorites, plus 170 on the Blackhawks as road dogs there. Avalanche and the Canadians. Avalanche are minus 185 road favorites, plus 160 on the home underdog Canadians there. Blues and Lightning, we got the Lightning as minus 155 home favorites, plus 135 on the Blues as Dogs. Sabres and Panthers, Panthers minus 320 home favorites, plus 250 on the road underdog Sabres. Those are all 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific. Uh, this this is 730, 430. Sharks and the Islanders, Islanders minus 135 home favorites, plus 110 on the Sharks as road underdogs. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, Bruins and Predators. This was about a coin flip, a little bit shaded in favor of the Bruins. Devils and the Wild, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, the Wild, minus 175. Home favorites, plus 150 on the road. Devils there, Blue Jackets and Stars. Stars are minus 220 home favorites, plus 185 on the visiting. Blue Jackets and then 730 Pacific, 1030 Eastern, the Flames and Kings. Flames are minus one forty-five road favorites, in that one the Kings are going to get you plus one twenty-five as home underdogs. There over in the NBA, just a few tips. This uh, just a couple tips. This hour, the Bucks and the Raptors are seven thirty Eastern, four thirty Pacific. The Bucks are four and a half point road favorites, two seventeen. The total. The Bulls and the in the Knicks are at seven thirty Eastern, four thirty Pacific as well. Bulls are two two and a half point. Road favorites, 209.5. Your total on that one, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. We've got the Thunder and the Grizzlies. Grizzlies are 11 to 11.5 point home favorites there over the Thunder. 210.5 to 11. Your total, 6 Pacific, 9 Eastern is the Pistons and the Suns. The Suns are 11.5 to 12 point home favorites, 207.5 the total. And then the last tip of the night, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, are the Spurs and the Blazers. The Blazers. Four-and-a-half to five-point home favorites. 216, 216-and-a-half 216 the total in that one. Suns going for their franchise record
3: 18th in a row tonight in that ball game. Big favorites, as Matt said, to do so. As far as that football game tonight. So, uh, in Rappaport reported at first this morning, no Alvin Kamara for the fourth straight game for the Saints. That knee injury, their starting tackles. Teron Armstead, and Ryan Ramchick out against the Cowboys tonight. Meanwhile, Taysom Hill will get the start in front of that uh, messed-up offensive line without Alvin Kamara, so good for Taysom Hill. Enjoy, uh, because Demarcus Lawrence will be back for the Cowboys. And on offense, the Cowboys will get CeeDee Lamb back from the concussion. They'll also get Amari Cooper back. He'll play tonight after two-game COVID absence. Um, But there is a pitch count on Amari Cooper, apparently his conditioning level, not what it was two weeks ago before he became sick. So it really does stack up nicely for Dallas.
4: It really does. If you missed this number um, earlier and you wanted to kind of tie them into whatever, you know, uh, one of the many teaser leg options that you have throughout the course of this week or some sort of money line parlor or something like that, I would not. I wouldn't hate that at all. Uh, Listen. This is just – its the Saints hadn't been able to move the ball as it is anyway. And, and even with Alvin Kamara out there, the offense was still only mediocre. And with him not being out there, it's been downright pathetic. And then now with him – now you're trying to do that not only with Kamara not out there, but you're missing your two starting tackles. Then on the defensive side of the ball, which this defense has played much, much worse over the last month as well, you're also without Marcus Davenport on the defensive side of the ball. So there's just so many different ways here – that the Cowboys can can attack this Saints team at this point. The only reason I guess that I do am a minimally hesitant on laying the six and a half now that it's gotten all the way up to six and a half is kind of what Gil was talking about with Amari Cooper. But then also, listen. So not only do you have Amari Cooper who might have conditioning issues, you have Ezekiel Elliott who's been dealing with some knee stuff. You've got Dak who had who's listen. The calf injury is not something they want to flare back up and all that. So. I do think that there is a point in which the Cowboys could be up in this thing and a lot of guys start hitting the sideline. A lot of bench a lot of guys start getting benched and just that, that tiny bit of a back door is the only thing for me that is that would pull you know, again, I'm I'm on full disclosure. I'm on at four and a half and at five. The six and a half though, there's there is at least a little bit of hesitancy for me there, just strictly because I think the Cowboys could could get out to a pretty healthy lead in this one. And with that, there are some guys. I mean, C.D. Lamb's coming off of the concussion thing. So there's just a whole bunch of different guys that it would make a lot of sense that you pull them off and and, and keep them on the sideline. It's a good thing to note.
3: It's a good Mm -hmm. thing to know. There's always that possibility. Backdoor could be open. By the way, Taysom Hill's fifth career start as an NFL quarterback, in case you were wondering how many times he actually was behind center four last year. Uh, As far as other news in the NFL, Antonio Brown, of the Buccaneers and Mike Edwards. They've both each been suspended without pay for the next three games for misrepresenting their vaccination status under the NFL, NFLPA COVID-19 protocol. They have accepted the discipline, and they waived their right of appeal. That also per via
5: uh, per, chef per was right
4: That chef blew him up, man. Yeah. He should have just paid the chef. He should have been like, hey man, what are you you want to raise? What's the deal, I man? He, he, he broke up the relationship with that chef. The chef's like, oh really? All right. Well, I shouldn't have shared that secret with me, my friend. Because <laughs> now everyone's gonna know. What do you owed him like a hundred grand or something? Yeah, or something. I, mean, <laughs> like, I mean nothing for someone like Antonio Brown. <sighs> Oh, uh, it it, it's just, it it's funny. It was like, oh, oh, yeah, all right, well, he fired me. I'm going to go ahead and just blow his whole spot up. And, and he did. This, That's this, this what you get, Antonio Brown. That's what you get.
3: That's what he got. Melvin Gordon for the Broncos, 50 50 to play on Sunday versus the Chiefs. Broncos now double digit favorites, right around nine and a half, actually, now. That per Vic uh, Fangio in that one. Um, here's one. This actually really affects a, a closely lined game. The Raiders are here in Las Vegas this weekend hosting Washington. And Darren Waller not practicing again today. You may remember he had that knee-tweaked, uh, the IT ban, IT injury against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. So he didn't practice today. No Deshaun Jackson at practice either, calf injury for the Raiders. So if you're betting that game, that really is key to follow the status of those two players.
4: Yeah, this this one probably going to come down to the wire for me whether i have any action on this one or not obviously it's a mildly intriguing teaser side with washington to get it up to eight and a half but i'll i'll, I'll probably wait and just let everything kind of kind of come into form there yeah. before I, I make a decision on that
3: one I feel that way about so many games mm-hmm. obviously this one tonight was the same way we just gotta wait to see who's playing uh eagles their whole run brigade they were at practice today miles sanders was practicing jordan howard boston scott each one of them with their own issues, Boston's got with an illness. And then uh, for the Giants, the the never-ending week-long saga, saga, I should say, of Daniel Jones, he was practicing today. Kadarius Toney was out for the Giants, but Daniel Jones was practicing Giants four-point dogs on the road against the Dolphins this
4: weekend. I mean, again, I I just, I really, for whatever reason, kind of like the Dolphins' side here. And I, I was saying yesterday, it didn't really matter all that much to me who was playing quarterback for the Giants, but it's, I still think the four. I think the four with Glennon was kind of like a smash spot, and then if it's if it is Daniel Jones, it's maybe a little less appealing. But you know, kind of under the radar. We've talked about this. Two is. Played well over since he came back from this injury, mm-hmm. like kind of under the radar. Everyone wants to hate on Tua for whatever reason, but if you go and look, everybody that watches this stuff for a living has all has him in the top ten as far as the quarterbacks over the last since he came back from injury. And then that defense got healthy because they the corners were, which they have really good corners on this team, but they were hurt. And this defense got a little bit healthier, and it started playing better as well. And so, kind of under the radar, this this Dolphins team is is sneaky. Is, I'm not going to say sneaky good. I'm just going to say sneaky much better than they were a month ago, and yeah, I kind of, I, I kind of like them in that one. Look at those, look
3: at those first sixteen starts we just flashed up there. Comparison, to Tom Brady versus Tua Tagovailoa, look at that. Not too bad. Of course, the one difference is Brady threw one pick against twenty-three touchdowns. Yeah. twenty-one and eleven for Tua. But-
4: you got to get him out of They need Deshaun Watson. Got to get gotta him get out him of out there. there. Deshaun Watson, obviously, is this. Get him out. Is, yeah, you got to get him out of there. Can't, can't have
3: him. couple NBA notes, by the way, as well. Uh, Buck Center Brooks Lopez, Brook Lopez, rather, pardon me, underwent back surgery. He is out indefinitely for the defending NBA champions. And then the, uh, boy, I'll tell you, I don't know what you say anymore about Zion Williamson, but another brief setback here. He experienced a slight delay in his rehab due to soreness in his injured right foot. Team, uh, The team, though, is optimistic that it is not serious, but will dial back his ramp-up in approximately a week. So you just want to see Zion play. You just want to see him in shape, and there seems to be another story every few weeks with that guy.
6: Yeah, they got to get him back out on the court. It's so hard to – there's been so many people just burying this Pelicans team already this year, and I I understand it's been a pretty – I mean, a very poor start for them. But it's just so hard to judge this team without Zion on the floor with what he was doing for them towards the end of last season where they really did have him playing that kind of point-forward role for them. I, it's so hard to judge them until he gets back out there.
3: Stuff, stuff, It's, tough. it's tough. And Yeah, Pelicans having an awful start to this season. Uh, we will come back. We will do prop watch for the Saints and the Cowboys. We'll do that next. you have any props tonight? Did you bet any? I didn't, I just like
4: so much what I have right now that it just, yeah.
3: I love the side. What could possibly go wrong? Yes, exactly. We will talk about props though and give you Matt's thinking behind them. We'll do that next. And Kenny White on college football a little later. It is V-SIN's primetime action Thursday night from the South Point.
7: You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt
0: Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network.
3: The VSIN holiday offer is hell. Right now, when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you'll also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all of our expert betting analysis. Not only that, though, insights, data. For the rest of the football season plus twenty dollars, twenty United States dollars to buy Vicent Sports Betting hats shirts, mugs, and other great gear. It is a limited time offer though, as we keep saying, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VC.com slash subscribe. And
4: it's 126.92 Canadian today. And it was it was one twenty six eighty-eight yesterday, and it's gonna keep going up. If you're north of the border, you need to have done this yesterday. I don't know what to tell you. Tomorrow we're going to come in here. It's going to be one twenty six ninety seven. I'm telling you right now. You know, you're just costing yourself money. Just, just do it. Boy, this
3: just is, do it. This is a spot to come for you. Pull the trigger for your very strange currency exchange interpretations. Just get it right here. So we we don't have props, but we will look at prop watch momentarily. But let's just review what we have bets wise because we talked about this twenty four hours ago when the writing was kind of on the wall about Alvin Kamara, and so you got in on it. You have the best
4: number, Matt. You got yeah.
3: four and a half. I did five twice last night and this morning as well when mm-hmm. the news came down. You have four and a half and five.
4: Yes. So I, I got I got the four and a half when we did it yesterday. And then this morning, I just happened to be sitting at the computer, which, again, I understand. I have no life. I'm able to do that. I'm, <laughs> I, you know, whatever. Yes, I get news before most people. I understand. And I, I love need, it. You, you know. Um, but, yeah, it, it came through. And as soon as that came through, um, went in, took some more at five. And then, uh, like you mentioned, I mean, it took no time for that five to turn to five and a half. It took no time for the five and a half to turn into six. The six sat for a, a, a little bit, I guess, maybe for kind of the rest of everybody to kind of hear the news and figure things out. But then it's moved to six and a half pretty much everywhere. And it's been sitting at six and a half now for, for for a hot minute. So it just, you know, look, and you're sitting here and you're going to say, you guys say running backs don't matter. Well, one, it's a combination of a bunch of different things. I mean, it's not only just a running back who happens to be basically their whole offense at this point. Remember, no Michael Thomas for this team for the entire season. Yep. He happens to be basically the entire offense. But two, two starting Two starting tackles and Marcus Davenport on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, like it is. It is not just the Alvin Kamara thing here, where you look and say, "Oh, people are overreacting to this." It's like, no, man. Two tackles. Your whole, basically, your only playmaker on offense, and then a very key piece on the defensive side of the ball as well. All going to be out. And oh, yeah. By the way, as Gil mentioned, there's also the whole Taysom Hill thing he's not very good at playing quarterback in the NFL. I don't know if you know that or not. So you've got that going on as well. I also played the team total under on the Saints, uh, under 21 and a half. So I am am fading the Saints fully here tonight. Let's go. Let's get it done. Can't believe I'm rude for the Cowboys.
3: But money does that to you. Yeah. It's just kind of how it works. Sorry. Uh, I got the Cowboys minus five. I did it a couple times. I do have the Cowboys minus three first half, too, because I thought that would go up. It has. It's Cowboys minus three and a half. So I got them first half here to uh, start quickly, to have those Amari Cooper snaps, if you will, uh, and to try to just pounce on the Saints here in the early going. So I have them first half and full game.
6: Kelly? Yeah, I got the uh, Cowboys full game with you guys, four and a half is what I have. I'm on the uh, team total. Under as well, a good spot by Matt today at a local shop, finding a number that was a little bit off on the team total under. So under 21 and a half uh, for the Saints team total. Then I do have a couple NBA plays tonight. I did grab a bullseye uh, overnight money line, minus 120, uh, going up against the Knicks here in a little bit. Uh, Nick's still trying to figure out this rotation a little bit, taking Ken, Kemba Walker completely out of it. So uh, I thought that was a little bit of a cheap money line, and it, it ended up being that that game is going to close here two, two at 2-2.5 probably uh, for the Bulls. And then Giannis over 26.5 points. Uh, another point prop on Giannis went there. Last night, that got over uh, easily. Last night, this is a back-to-back game. They're in Toronto tonight, but this is another defense that is just a terrible rim-protecting defense, and I think Giannis should be able to have his way with. Not a huge bet for me tonight. I don't love playing props like this on back-to-backs, but still think it's a good opportunity for uh, team-wise for him to be able to attack there. So, I actually get a lot of action tonight.
3: Nice NBA from you last night. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Prediction. Next hour. You think this gets to seven?
4: It- Feels like it, it could get to seven. Be one of those where people come in and then they tune in and then they go, Oh, wait, well, the Cowboys oh, really? are really, yeah, oh, not and, playing. Oh, and oh, and the not on it. Yeah, it seems like that, that could. And I'm sure there'll be some buyback there at, at once it does get to seven. But I, I could see it. I could see it ticking to seven here while we're
3: on air. All right, let's take a look at props, and at least we'll get a sense of your thinking here, Mateo, on these. Dak Prescott, Taysom Hill, and the passing yards. Sorry, I forgot about the intro. Dragon Tagrest Scott Taysom Hill 218.5, respectively passing touchdowns none listed for Taysom Hill at DraftKings is that true Yeah
6: Wow I don't know if they've since put it up Yeah they uh, We
3: refused I was to asked me about
6: that earlier I'm like I bet you because it would have to be a it would have to be a half juiced heavy to the over or one and a half juiced really heavy to, heavily to the under
3: Well. You do have the passing plus the rushing yards with Taysom, which is always interesting. Two sixty-one and a half, but Dax
6: at two ninety-nine and a half. Oh, we're up there now, one and a half, and it is under under minus one seventy-five on Taysom. Right. So they did end up posting.
4: Okay, okay. Um, so look, the passing yards thing here, and your—I want to explain the reason behind this. Right? Is—is is I actually think Taysom is. A little low there at 218, and you're going to say, "Wait a minute, you're fading the Saints," and all these things. Wait a minute, you're fading the Saints. The answer to that is yes, but that would be the reason why I would be looking towards an over in a game like this because he doesn't have to be necessarily efficient if he just has to throw the ball the whole game because they're down and especially in the second half if they're down and they completely have to abandon the run game because there's absolutely no chance of them coming back if, they, if they're if they running the ball. I think he's probably going to throw the ball like a, a, a whole lot tonight, actually. I think he's probably going to throw the ball a decent amount. Like, I had – I mean, he's not – too much over this. This number's risen over the course of the day. They opened this thing like in that two hundred seven, two hundred eight range. Oh, really? Yeah. And I had him closer to two thirty two ish, like somewhere in there as a projection. So it was a huge edge at that point to take the over. Not not as much now. But if you believe, kind of like we do, that that this is that this is a game that the Cowboys are going to win. That this is a game the Cowboys could control. If that were your thinking in all of this, then your thinking should also be, okay, well, then what then is the byproduct of the Saints playing from behind? What is the byproduct of the Saints having to abandon the run, et cetera, et cetera? And even though I think Taysom Hill's a bad quarterback, it doesn't really matter because if you are having to throw the ball 45 or 50 times in the game, you don't have to be efficient to get to 220 yards, right? Like it's just a volume type thing. You don't have to be efficient. So I have a pretty decent lean to the over, but, again, I just – I love the positions I'm on so much that I just didn't want to get all murky tonight. Yeah, and,
6: that's a. Uh, it's so. interesting you describe it that way because you're right. I think if the, if if it plays out, we think then yes, game could get away. They're playing catch up. It makes sense for them, but I think even at, even at the start of the game, it's hard to imagine the Cowboys not coming out and loading the box. Against a Taysom Hill led mm-hmm. team, and then see where they need to adjust from there, right? Yeah. So, I, yeah, I I, I I would definitely
4: lean
7: over that you way know,
4: too. You and, know, and and Eric Eager mentioned this yesterday, and Dr. He, Eager, and Dr. Mister Eric Eager, um, about that. You know, Dan Quinn has seen Taysom a couple of times. He faced him a couple of times last year with the with the Falcons, and and yeah, Taysom had decent little outings there and and all that. But I think that he understands as well really his strength is the fact that he's mobile and that he can kind of do stuff with his legs and things. And I think you're right, Kelly, that it, it makes the most sense for them to just say, okay, the one thing you do well is run and you're basically a running back playing quarterback. If you can pass all over us, then, you know, good on you with this, like B squad. That's the other thing with this, like B squad yeah. receivers, right? I mean, he doesn't even have good receivers. So uh, I think that would be the, at least, we, we assume rational, co- you know, the assumption of rational coaching has cost me a ton of money over the years. But, um, you know, I will assume rational coaching here, which would be, yes, beat me with your arm, Taysom Hill. I'm not going to let you run for 100 yards.
6: And uh, I guess, uh, I guess, never mind on my Giannis prop, because he has now been ruled out for the night. There you I'm go.
4: Giving him some rest, I
6: guess, on the back right tail then. end of a back.
4: You're team. not that's called, lose a, that one. that's called a refund. Oh, I and one to start. There you go. You're getting a <laughs>
6: refund, my
3: friend. Receiving props, real quick. Four Cowboys lined higher receiving yards wise than any Saint. Lamb, Cooper, Gallup, and Schultz before you get to a New Orleans Saint.
4: Yeah, I, I, I have a, you know, again, same deal we were talking about earlier. Like, I have a decent lean kind of to the under on Amari, even though that is super low for him. But it's already going to be limited snaps. They let us know that already, right? Like, they already said, they already let us know. They tipped their hand right out of the gate that he's going to be playing on a snap count. And then on top of that, again, if it's if this thing gets out of control or whatever, then they're not going to play him, right? I mean, like you're not going to put a guy out there if he's not in shape or if he's not, you know, again, coming off of whatever it is. And it just doesn't make any sense. And so, I mean, a decent lean to the under there. But, again, I didn't find enough of an edge for me to pull the trigger on it. And the rushing props. Mark Ingram, 52
3: and a half, followed by Zeke at 45 and a half, and Tony Pollard at 43 Taste Taysom. Checking in at 39 and a half.
4: Yeah, I kind of like the under on Zeke for the same reasons we've been talking about. I mean, he, dude's banged up as it is anyway. And so we already saw his snaps get limited last game. So why would they run him out there? And I mean, especially with as much success as Pollard has had, I, I don't see a reason for them to to go pound him into the line a whole bunch. But, you know, that's also an assumption of rational coaching. There. Yes.
3: Yeah. You know what they say about assuming. Yes. Let's hope that doesn't come back out. Not smart. Bite us. I yes. <laughs> believe that's what it is. Yes. Assuming. You know what they say about assuming? <laughs> it's not smart. It's not smart. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back. Uh, Cowboys, I don't know if you know this, they're in the NFC East. So we're going to take a look at NFC East odds with Washington, I won't say knocking at the door, but you can see them in the rear view. That's next. Visa's primetime action. You are looking live
0: at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the Sports Betting Network.
3: We got a new prop tracker. Prop tracker. Tracker props. Thank you. Tracker props. No. Now I will fill up full on VEASAN.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to VEASAN.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker. Betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at VEASAN.com slash NFL. That is VEASAN.com slash NFL.
4: I was asked if I'm worried oh, that man. McCarthy is not coaching tonight. and
3: are, I'm not. Are you concerned? I'm not. We joked on guessing lines when we heard that he was out. We're like, oh, it should go to seven now. I'm I'm not. You know what's so. sad
6: is that, like, everybody's making that joke. Like, I heard that joke on, like, one, one of the ESPN daily shows today. Really? It's like, oh, my gosh, everybody thinks the same thing. So they all listen to Guessing
3: Lines is what you're saying? No, the, the, it is. It's the obvious joke, right? And Tank Williams, let's, let's just be honest. Right? We had Tank Williams on the night that you weren't here, Matt. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Adam Burke on. We had Tank Williams on. And I asked him, you know, who's, who's the coach that, as a former player, you're always obviously Belichick's the answer to the mm. good side. Like who's the guy on the bad side? And you know I didn't know that he would even go there. But even he, he was like, "Oh, Mike McCarthy." Oh, it was Mike yeah. McCarthy. He didn't even have <laughs> to like, It was Vrabel on the good right. side,
6: right? He said Vrabel, Vrabel on the good, on the good side. side. He was impressed with yeah. And McCarthy
4: bias. was like, "Yeah." Massive bias there, I will. With, uh, the, with yeah, the Vrabel, yeah,
6: maybe. Well, he yeah. cited
3: the Vrabel. You know, Vrabel picked up from Belichick the whole loophole thing with the if you're up. With over five minutes left in the game, you can keep taking delay of game calls, and they won't stop it. So he was he was noting that one thing that sort of stuck with him. But yes, bias for sure, I'm sure. But yeah, he said he said Mike McCarthy, no problem, you know. So there you go, yeah. from a former player. But, but to he...
4: say I'm not,
3: I'm not worried. not worried at all. Not worried. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, NFC East odds. The Cowboys remain with a two-game lead in the National Football Conference Eastern Division, seven and four. They're still minus eight hundred to win the division. What could go wrong? Huge odds to make the playoffs, as you see there, eleven and a half their adjusted season win total with their current seven and four record. There you see NFC and Super Bowl odds as well. But there is Washington, five and six, two games back. Washington controls their own destiny, not only for the playoffs but also for the division. They got two against the Cowboys still to come. They're 12 to one to win the division. Yes, still a heavy dog to make the postseason, though. Let's be honest. They're four to one to make it, minus 550 not to. Six and a half is their adjusted season win total. Washington at the betting market, will they win two games, is basically what they're saying there. Wow, disrespectful. Washington with a game against the Raiders here, two against Dallas, two against Philly, one against the Giants. So what are they saying? They'll beat the Giants and then maybe one other game? That's an over. Stop it with the disrespect.
6: It's probably heavily juiced. Let me, yeah. Oh, uh, minus
5: 200. Oh, there you go. <laughs> minus okay. 200.
3: That makes a little more sense. All right. Eagles five and seven. Eagles, uh, again, with the game this week at the Jets. They're 12 to one to win the division. Yes, for them to make the playoffs, they're far shorter than Washington. They're plus 175. And then the Giants picking up the rear.
4: Man, last week I sure would have pulled the trigger on the Eagles, probably. Yeah, and yes to make the playoffs. God, Yeah, me too. And yeah. then what was or, or
3: that actually,
6: after that actually, performance? Let like, me rephrase that. Let me rephrase possibly, that.
4: Possibly, I can't do that.
6: I got very close to doing it, Matt, and then I was like, "You know what? I'm going to wait one more week because I don't think I'll get that worse of a number." And then that happened, and now I'm like, "You know, I'm very very glad I didn't make that bet and not looking forward to doing it right now." So I mean,
3: what happens when you go minus 4 in turnovers though, man? It's it I mean,
4: it is. Yeah, the got, but that's that that's like the crypt, it's like the thing that I'm so worried about with some with some of these teams like that team the Colts, the 49ers, it's like if this power run game, which, again, when it works, it looks like they can beat anybody, right? Like, I mean, they're just they're just – you're bullying these teams. They can't get you off the field. You just, like, you know, you get their defense so dead tired there's nothing go on. And then, But then when it doesn't go right, you get what you got with the Eagles the other night where it's like, oh, Jalen Hurts like, ah, I've got to throw the ball a lot. Oh, this isn't any good. Oh, boy. No, Here, no other team. You he can hear. Well, we,
3: we always wonder what would happen with the Eagles and Niners when they fall behind, which another thing Tank said, he said, that's the difference with the Titans. When they fall behind, they still take their time coming back when they have Derrick Henry. They don't have Derrick Henry now, that's the issue. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the Eagles, phew, I don't know. They do have their full allotment of uh, running backs, though, as we mentioned earlier, for this game coming up. Is there a bet here at all on this board, though? I mean, Washington over six and a half. But now that I know it's minus two hundred, you know that makes more sense. That would yes. have been the obvious one to me. Now I'm not so sure. There's a bet there.
6: Eagles under maybe. I mean, the only thing I think that, and that's probably choose too. Let me check that. The Eagles
3: out. under and just the season win total. I don't, hate, I don't
6: hate the like if you told me you were going to take a Washington four to one or longer. To make the playoffs, I don't. I don't hate
3: that. They're number seven right now. They are the playoffs start now. They're in. And again, after this Raiders game, it's all division games the rest of the way.
6: I mean, like I don't have the exact schedule in front of me for the Eagles. So eight and a half, under eight and a half, minus one seventy five for the Eagles. Yeah. And, and like, I don't have the Eagles schedule in front of me right now, but like I, it doesn't feel like there should be that big of a difference in those two teams. Yes, no prices to make
4: the playoffs. If you look at Washington, I mean, look look at the teams that are behind. I mean, like who, do, what teams that are they're chasing them right now? Would you say are just clearly better than them? Vikings. I mean, I understand you and I are Vikings are, are only high on the Vikings. You know, I know, only team or Vikings, Vikings. And, and then maybe
6: Eagles. Right? Like, there's nobody else I'm throwing in there. And I said maybe, Gil. I said maybe. But like, there's nobody else I'm putting even in the maybe category.
3: It's Vikings. That's it.
4: Yeah, at Washington. Washington's as good or better than any of those other teams, to me. Yeah, I mean, if we went to the whole, if we go back to yesterday, if we go back to kind of how I do the power ranking stuff, like if I'm, if I was putting those teams and any of those teams behind them on a neutral, there's never more than a three point spread one way or the other, totally. in any of those games, totally. right? Like it's it's a field goal or less in every single one of those games, and so at that point, it's there's no real difference. You know, between any of those, and so, yeah. I mean, if that's the way I feel about them, and they're already in, which by the way, that's a good thing. They would have to fall out, so it's, yeah. already, it's yeah. a thing. It's a good yeah. thing that they're I mean, already in. As we sit audacity. here,
6: as we sit here right now, I, I believe all three of us don't think the Saints are are on their level. At least, I mean, with all their injuries and stuff, right? Certainly now. Certainly not with their injuries. But the, but then it's like, okay, Falcons no, Panthers no, Giants no, Bears no. They're significantly worse than uh, worse of a team than Washington is.
3: So probably the over on the adjusted win. would you lay the minus two hundred? I mean, I would on the adjusted wins. No, w- I'd sooner go yeah.
6: for, I'd sooner go four to You'd one still on the S the, playoffs. On the playoffs. Okay.
3: Yeah. I don't hate it. I don't hate it.
6: I mean, don't they they might be the one team that ends up getting squeezed out, but is that worth a four to one? You know, what I mean when if you if you go if we say 49 let's if we say Rams are in and then you're looking at like 49ers, Washington, Minnesota which I think is the three teams we all think would be right there. Like, okay, one of those teams is going to be on the outside looking in. It could be Washington. It might end up being them. Uh, but it-
3: Cowboys wearing the road blues. This changes everything.
6: Oh, man. I uh, wouldn't factor that in. The the Saints getting in their heads, right? Isn't that what teams do? You put put the Cowboys in the Blues to get you're their in their heads. factor this in, Matt. What's the trend on that? Let me look it up quick.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's what, what LSU does. You know, LSU wears the whites.
3: Washington LSU. LSU used to do that too. Dallas we used to put on the whites just to until they went white home permanently in the early '80s. But they used to mess with them that way.
4: Um, so you look at this, and it's like, okay, yeah, they will be they will be significant, you know, whatever. they will be significant dogs to the Cowboys, but outside of that. They're 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 not gonna be yep. big time dogs in either, and they'll be favored in a couple of those games as well. So I mean, uh, and,
3: I, and if the Raiders are without Waller and Jackson this week, yeah. changes that game. I mean, a whole could, I,
4: could I, we we all we were assuming that with the way that this has played out so far and the parity in the way that these games have been going and kind of coin flippy situations with a lot of these teams, we've been saying for a while we expect a nine and eight team yep to make it. Mm-hmm. So they could be that 9 and 8 team, they could. right? Like that they could be that 9 and 8 team that we're talking about.
3: Dolphins have gone from 1 and 7 to 5 and 7. Washington's gone from 2 and 6 to 5 and 6, and both have some possibilities in front of them. This I, has nothing to do Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just Kelly.
6: found the answer to this question so quickly. I love it someone's written this up. There you go. Here's your tr- here's your trend tonight. The Dallas Cowboys 72-76 one when wearing their blue jerseys.
3: So basically it doesn't matter. It's
6: basically it does not matter at all.
3: Um This has nothing to do with the NFC East, but on the Megapods day, we had Dr. Bob. I just want to talk about that Monday night game real quick in two minutes here. So I went from earlier in the week saying, I like Buffalo, to later in the week finding out the weather going, I like New England. And then Bob was on the show yesterday. He'll be on a numbers game tomorrow. But he essentially was talking about how he feels like the weather benefits the Bills because he thinks both defenses stop the running game well, but that Josh Allen in that weather will be so much better than Mac Jones. So I am completely confused about that game now. Have no idea where I stand on the Monday Night game.
6: I don't know that I'm going to be betting it. Honestly, I think I think the I think the Bills, I think the the aspect of Josh Allen's running
3: game—that's co- what he's referring—would come into play. That's more, what he's right? referring to. Yes,
6: I mean that's part of what he's
3: referring to. Not not completely, but it is. I mean the weather does. Mess around with that game for sure.
6: Can't wait to watch the game. Me I, don't, too. I don't think I'm going to be betting on it at all. I, I mean, and, and honestly, we're getting to the point now where I'm, we got futures to sweat. I've I got a Bills AFC East ticket, so that's a it's a pretty crucial uh, game for that.
3: The, the wind <laughs> is 23
4: miles per hour, and now we're trending towards snow. Yeah, I, I again, I, I don't know. I see it completely different. But, I mean, that's the interesting thing about the NFL. Everybody yeah. sees these things completely different. But, yeah, I... I I have that strongly, strongly favoring the Patriots as opposed to, to the Bills.
3: You have been there all week on that side. By the way, Jeff Parlay, our producer on a numbers game, has been with you from the beginning. He said Patriots win outright. Of course, it should be noted, he doesn't think you can kick an extra point with your left leg either. So he's... Oh, hey, yeah. I said,
4: hey, the, the Book of Brown is open. <laughs> Anybody wants action, the Book of Brown is open. He likes your pick. He doesn't like your skill, is what he's
3: saying. The field goal, that's a whole other story. Uh, we'll come back, college football. Let's talk college football before the game starts. Kenny White joins us next on VEASAN's Primetime Action.
7: Check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network.
3: Before you make your next bet, I implore you, I beseech you, look those up, Kelly. To visit Visa.com to check the current betting splits data. It's a new feature that gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public's betting based on the number of tickets, where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for Moneyline over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits. Do I have to tell you? It's yet another way that Visa's here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at Visa.com. Skill Matt, and Kelly.
6: Besiege your primetime action word of the day. Is that what you were going for there? I don't
3: know,
4: because you gave me one yesterday.
6: Yeah. Ask someone urgently and fervently to do something. There you go.
4: Guys, oh. guys, so there's some of these sites out here that just re, just spit out the most absurd like trend stuff oh, ever I, I because all they do is uh, just like it's my uh, favorite thing. So it's just so it's automated, right? And so like they'll just take all of the data <laughs> for everything and then it just it'll just make a trend and like spit okay. it out. The Cowboys are 8 and 1 against the spread in their last 9 games when the temperature was more than 60 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> it's it's indoor stadiums. Indoor. <laughs> that's phenomenal. Look, they just take the they, like any any information known to man, and then it'll, it'll just auto generate these like these like trends or whatever. It's 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 so great to read <laughs> these things. Oh, that's great. Oh, it's so good. Let's talk some college football. Let's bring him in
3: from KennyWhiteSports.com and of course uh, CBS HQ at Vegas on Twitter. It's
5: Kenny White. How you doing, Kenny? Hey. Hi, Gil. Hi, Matt. Doing great. Uh, yeah, cracks me up a lot of these trends. I love Jimmy Vaccaro's line: "Trends don't pay the rent." I like to say, "Trends don't pay the mortgage."
3: <laughs> well, you're in a higher echelon, Kenny. So, <laughs> you know, you got to tailor these things to a different audience. Um, first of all, before we get to Championship Week, how great was
5: Rivalry Week?
3: Was that awesome?
5: Yeah, it was. There, there was a lot of great games. Uh, so much fun. Um, the Auburn Alabama game. Can't believe. That Auburn blew that game. Uh, the quarterback, if he stays in bounds, they probably they they win the football game. Or Bigsby, Bigsby, yeah, 90, they win the football game. Ninety-nine
3: point nine percent win probability before that yep. play. Pff, terrible. Three weeks in a row, Harson's Auburn team had over a ninety percent win probability and has blown it back to back to back. All right, let's start because we only have limited time. So let's just get to it. SEC championship. Let's start there. Georgia. Number one all year, number one in the clubhouse, six and a half. We even saw sevens today, seven point favorite against Alabama coming off that four overtime squeaker against Auburn. Where do you stand? We'll call it six and a half consensus now.
5: Yeah, I think, you know, part of this game is trying to analyze the market and where you think it's going to go and what it's going to, where it's going to end up. And I, I, have seen sevens pop up and they disappear right away. They're not up there for, for more than a couple minutes. So I know the, the professionals want to take plus seven if they can get it. If they can't, I think they're going to be happy taking plus six and a half. I think this game will close six. It was three six weeks ago. It was four last week. So, you know, I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of backers for Nick Saban getting points. So, if you like Alabama, grab the seven as soon as you see it. If You don't grab six and a half. If you like Georgia, wait now. You'll probably be able to lay six. I like Georgia. I bet him early. I, lay, I laid three and a half on the game. Um, I thought the game was, should have been six and a half, seven, four, five weeks ago. Georgia is what Alabama used to be, a top three offensive team and the number one defensive team by far. Alabama's not Alabama. They're, they're very inexperienced. Their offensive line is weaker than it has been in the last 10 years. They're 12th on offense and 8th on defense. They're very, very good, but they're nowhere near as good as Georgia, and Georgia will take it out on them. Uh, you, last week, Auburn showed put some pressure on Bryce Young, and he's going to struggle. Georgia can put pressure on him with their front four. They don't need to send the blitz, but they will when they need to. So, I think Bryce Young's going to be under duress most of the game.
4: Kenny, okay, let's talk about the game down the road here, Oregon and Utah starting to see the uh starting to see the fans walking up and down the strip uh, flowing into town here. Mm-hmm. Two and a half point favorites are Utah, 57 to 57 and a half to 58. Uh, if you look around a little bit as far as the total goes, of course, Oregon was sitting there just a couple of weeks ago, eyeing that maybe they were going to be able to, to make the playoffs. That's no longer the case here. Is there any hangover to this, or do you think that Oregon comes out and uh, and shows up here?
5: Oh, they were embarrassed. Uh, they're going to want definite revenge, and uh, uh, Utah at home is such a strong football team. So uh, that's, a, that's a team that I loved that, that week. I loved Utah then, but I can't bet them now, not as a favorite, uh, against the team who's going to come in uh very upset. Very well prepared. I'm sure they, they're going to make a lot of adjustments from that first game, uh, but Utah will make some rather else because uh, on their own because Kyle Whittingham's such a great coach, best coach in the conference. So I like the game under the total. The Utah defense dominated Oregon in that first game, and Anthony Brown, go look at his splits home and away. He is so much better quarterback at home than he is on the road, and I think that Utah defense is up to the task. They're not going to hold them to seven this game. I hope they hold them to 21, and I hope this is a one-score game.
3: All right, AAC championship. By the way, Utah and Oregon, of course, tomorrow night while we're on primetime action as we're going through NFL injury reports. So we will be here for that here in Las Vegas. But the AAC, also uh, concurrent with the SEC championship, it's Cincinnati and Houston. And this is obviously Cincinnati's quest to go undefeated before they hope to get in the national playoffs. Does Houston have a shot not only to cover here, Kenny, but to also win this outright?
5: But I think you said there's no guarantee that Cincinnati even gets in with a win. Yeah. So th- this team needs to win, and they need to win big. Um, I think they played vanilla football. They, I bought into it that the pressure was on them, but their dismantling of SMU, a very good football team, impressed me enough to take a really close look at this game. And I dove to, into the stats here and looked at Houston and looked at their road games. And they played six games on the road this year. The average power rating of those six teams was 94. Six points below average. They're playing a Cincinnati team that I have rated 127. 33 points better than the schedule Houston has played so far. Uh, Houston has not seen – they have not seen anybody near this good, anywhere close to this good. And I think I think Cincinnati at home uh, can take care of business in this game. I think they win by 17-21. to 21.
4: Kenny, we got Oklahoma State who's going to be big, big Georgia fans as we uh, as we head into the weekend. And we're seeing about five-and-a-half uh, favored in their direction, 46-and-a-half the total here. Um, you know, listen, they're – they're at this point, I don't think that the, any, any blowout is going to change anything. They just need Alabama to lose most likely. Uh, how do you see Oklahoma State handling
5: Baylor here? Yeah, I think so. You know, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but if you're the Big 12 conference – who do you want to win this game? You know, you want, you want Oklahoma State winning it, and it benefits everybody in the conference to play in the play in the college football playoff. Now, I like the game under. I made the total 40 and a half, and I've got a little conspiracy theory that could happen. Jerry Bohannon missed their last game. Baylor's quarterback missed their last game against Texas Tech. That was a must-win game. They had to win that game. If they lost, this would be Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State in this game. So Bohanan Bohannon couldn't play last week because of a hamstring injury, I don't see him playing this week because of a hamstring injury. I think they're saying he's questionable, but I don't think there's any shot he can play. That's my conspiracy. Uh, the, you know, the, the NFL's been doing it. with Kyler Murray, hey, he's questionable, and four weeks later he's finally going to play. You know, they, they knew he was out four weeks ago, and I think Baylor knew. That this kid wasn't going to play last week, and I think they know he's not going to play this week. And when the news comes out he's not, this total is going to drop a little bit further, and the number is going to go up. Oklahoma State's going to go off seven in the game, so um, I like the under anyway. But I, I don't think Mohanan's playing.
3: Kenny, you have the Big 12 calling down to Baylor and saying, yeah, "Jerry, your hamstring still hurts, but you want to sit out this one." <laughs> you would not be the only one, by the way. I'm making, I'm joking, but you would not be the only one to have this thought about who the Big 12 would really want to see winning this game. Uh, Later on, Big Ten Championship. By the way, the nice thing about the uh, Big 12 Championship is, again, with apologies to, like, the MAC Championship, you can really focus all of your attention on that game early in the morning on Saturday. Iowa-Michigan Big Ten, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Michigan big favorites after their crushing defeat uh, of Ohio State last week, which is just huge for Jim Harbaugh's tenure at Michigan. 11 is the number. Can they cover that?
5: Yeah, it's a big number. I, I made it 12, but I don't want to lay. I would never. I don't have any value to bet it anyway. But I don't. Wouldn't even want to lay the ones if I made it 14 and a half. I don't think I'd feel comfortable when Michigan just won their Super Bowl. That's the biggest game of the year. I don't know. Beating Ohio State might be bigger than winning a national championship for the Wolverines. I guess not, but pretty close for this team. So um, I, I think it's going to be a good game. I like the total actually over. It's 43 and a half. We know Iowa's been an under team all year, but They've gone over their last three games. They've scored 27, 33, and 28 points. The offense is finally starting to come around. And on the road this year, Michigan, 4-1 to the over. Their average score is 37-24. We saw a dynamic the offense is. Hassan Haskins will have a big game against Iowa's defense. Iowa's defense is not quite as good on the road as they are at home.
3: All right. I'd ask you about the ACC championship. Do you have a lean there anyway? I'm not sure how many people without a better who are not alums of Pitt and Wake are going to watch this, but do you have a play here?
5: I don't know. You couldn't bet Wake getting three. Uh, well coached. Uh, I, they've done everything right this year. Getting three points, um, I think, is a good spot for them. So, yeah, I, li- I like Wake plus the points.
3: All right. Kenny White. Kenny, enjoy championship week, man. It's going to be great. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Kenny White at K Whitey Vegas once again on Twitter kettywhisports.com as well. I'm making a bet I'll tell everybody on the other side. Oh, it's very exciting. Yes Cowboy Saints on the other side as well And our first touchdown skins game we a carryover, right? Oh, yeah we do. Yes. prime time action.
5: Zumo Play.